All right, it's Saturday night, the beer is cold, and this is Movies and BS with Andrew. And I'm Katie. All right, here we go, guys. So we're going to start the podcast off to a tribute to Norm MacDonald, by far one of the greatest comedians of our time. I, You know, him passing away, he had a nine-year battle with cancer, nobody knew about it, and there was a thing on Instagram that nobody knowing about Norm having cancer was the most Norm MacDonald thing that's ever going to happen. I agree. It's just, he didn't make a big deal about it. No. He was quiet about it. He was private about it. He had some class with it. And I, yeah. I completely respect that. And, you know, I, it's one of those things now where I think about it. I'm 35 and being able to go to one of his, um, just, what, what am I trying to say? One of his shows would have been awesome. And knowing that I won't be able to now makes it that much worse. And I suppose that's with any great right. loss you have with an artist like him. And um, I am, you know, I was thinking about this, trying to explain this to my students the other day. We grew up in the 90s with maybe one of the greatest casts of SNL. Correct. Yep. You got that original cast with like Chris Farley, you know, Norm McDonald. Yeah. Chris Farley, uh, Norm McDonald, um, David Sandler. Spade, Sandler, Chris Rock. Um, that yeah. was our SNL. Yeah. That was and our time. It was the. Not to be all goony like, but that was our time. Oh, absolutely. But it was a thing that will never happen again. No. At all. Just for the simple fact that nobody sets their schedule to when the television is going to be showing something. Mm -hmm. DVR, internet, streaming, all of that. You know, if we can't get a season to drop all at once, you know, I'm, I'm not going to watch it until I can watch it. Until I can binge watch it. Right. Um, our kids will never know that sensation. No, but that SNL, that season, that time with them on, my parents were not very strong advocates for staying up late, but we were allowed to watch uh, SNL with that cast. Yeah, I mean, that's what you did Saturday night. And that's what everybody did Saturday night. You know, it's just like, yeah, I don't care what we're doing as long as I'm around television so I can watch Saturday Night Live. Going back to lack of, you know, people had VCRs, people had this and that, but they didn't have tribute specials, re-airing episodes, so forth. And if you're able to catch it, but Norm McDonald, Weekend Update, we um, watched Peacock where they had a bunch of Little uh, mini short clips of him. But the one that I really like the best, and I didn't realize it, is that he does a spot on Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, Quentin Tarantino was amazing. I oh, had no idea he had that God. range. You know, it's always normal. I was just like, hey, hey how you doing? I can't even do a good norm, but him as Quentin Tarantino in SNL just perfect. That was pretty um, awesome. And I forgot about him playing Bob Dole. You know, that was oh yeah. something that, that was he owned that guy. Bob Dole. We were sure. little little kids then during that yeah. time, weren't we? Yeah, I mean that was ninety-six. So so we would have been I was ten. We were like thirty-seven. I hate you so much. Right. But <laughs> yeah, I mean we we grew up with Norman. And then when he got fired, <laughs> and we watched the oh yeah, I, where I he did they, his opening monologue yeah, about they, yeah, they had him come back a year <laughs> later for like thirty work for Michaels did as like the host of the show, and he just rips on. I, I was listening to Bill Burr when I was out mowing waterways today, 
And Bill Burr had the same the same thing talking about this. Norm did what Norm was going to do, and he didn't care what happened. Who you know, lost career, corporate, this or whatever. And I completely agree. Um, Dirty work was amazing. It's still funny him and um, Rickles going back and forth, and I I was able to see Rickles out in Vegas, and. you know, Mr. Congeniality. Was that a hard sell when you no. and your buddies were going out to Vegas? And like, hey, not. you know what? We're going to go to a couple of strip clubs. We're going to go see Hoover Dam. You know, the one comedian I really, <laughs> really want to go see while we're there? Who, Andrew? Don Rickles. All right. So here's, <laughs> here was the deciding factor to Don Rickles. It was 75 bucks to go. Oh, and that probably was one of the cheapest things. And that was one of the cheapest things to see. And I am beyond happy I went and saw him because he passed away shortly after that. Um, It was a hilarious show. Even at his age, I don't even know how old he was, pushing 80. Still hilarious. Still out. Just knocking it out. But yeah, when it came down to it, when we went out to Vegas, I had like a budget of like a hundred bucks a day. And I think we were out there for like six days and I stuck to it. So that was That is a really impressive budget. Yeah, I had a I had a hundred bucks cash. I really did. And once that was gone, I mean that was your food, that was poker, blackjack. Like I remember going we went to a casino and I blew through like seventy dollars in about thirty seconds. And I was like, Well, I'm done. So <laughs> I've got 30 bucks left. I've got enough money to maybe get something to eat and drink my face off. And yeah, that's what we're going to do. That was the saddest thing I have ever heard. I was a guy on a budget. You know, I was like 21. I was substitute teaching, farming, no money. The only difference now is it's still broken. Oh, money. yeah. It's still broken um, money. I'm just older now, but I, I stuck to that. You know, we played for the air ride. We had the hotels. It's me and my buddies. And, um, but when it came down, it's like, hey, we want to watch some shows. I think we went to Blue Man Group. I think that was 60 bucks. And I think Don Rickles was 76 bucks. Oh, and it was worth every yeah. penny. And it wasn't $300 and, you know, whatever. But I, I was happy I saw him. But um, <laughs> listening about behind the scenes, how when they did dirty work, and I think that was Tom Segura mentioned that on Instagram, but he said, when they filmed that scene with Don Rickles, um, they had to do it like 10 times and they couldn't get it done because nobody could keep it sh- a straight face during it because <laughs> all that's improvised. Don Rickles, that entire spiel when he's just making fun of his fat friend, ripping him apart, talking about, you know, like somebody sucking sand, all that was just improvised. And they said that Rickles just made the entire, you know, it was like Chris Farley's brother was standing next to Norm in that scene. And um, Norm was busting up. He's like, we couldn't even get through it. And I think he had to come back like the next day and film it because he was that funny. Um, but Norm definitely a special place in our hearts for now and for always. But living through that experience, not only with Saturday Night Live, but racing to the television to watch it. Hurtling like over yeah. loved ones' furniture in order to get to your setting up spot. your schedule, saying like, um, "No, I I can't do that because you know I have to watch Saturday Night Live." Like this is, but we'll never that'll never happen again. Yeah. That's the thing, and that's a, a sensation and a feeling and a way to experience television that our kids, future generations, that most most kids today 
don't understand. I only just have one really quick story about Saturday Night Live that my parents ever told me about. So my folks, uh, when they first started off, when they were married, they only knew one couple that actually had a VCR. And you got to remember, dad was still working nights on the PD. So when they found out that their friend had a VCR, all these cops would come over the next day to watch Saturday Night Live. Like they recorded it. Wife absolutely hated having all the cops over to watch SNL, but that was dad's big thing. Dad thought that was a luxury at the time was somebody who actually had a VCR during the late 70s. Well, 80s. Yeah, 80s. Yeah. So oh, this one in a. This would have definitely been in the seventies because they weren't out on the farm yet. I think. No, oh, I think Beta was late seventies and yeah, you have to do the timeline. Eighties for sure. I don't know. Where's Goodfellas out? Where they actually show the giant big <laughs> ass uh, VCR, like the epitome of wealth at right, that point. Right. Well, on the the retractable wall. I thought that shit was so, so like, tiny. You know, like he gets out of prison and then they go and. They have that whole place remodeled. They've yeah. got this, you know, the giant remote and the tacky wall. Again, I thought that was the coolest shit ever until I realized that's just tacky as anything awful else. it was, yeah. But Norm McDonald, big bucket of wind, man. Yeah, and I hope he, uh, hope he finds some peace. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he's just beyond hilarious. And always, you know, when Norm came on, even watching some of his uh, interviews with like Conan O'Brien, um, the smartass. <laughs> yeah, the best. You know, every one of them. I watched like ten of them, but every one of them, Norm would tell this like fifteen-minute story for this like five-second punchline, and just drove Conan crazy because he couldn't ask him any questions. There wasn't any interviewing going on. It's just Norm in this long swilliking of a story, and then he's just yeah, right at the end, it's like. Dad joke, he nailed it. He just come on, man. But Norm was great. So, um, and for those, I the, I even tried to show some Norm McDonald clips of him in school. Do the kids understand? No, that not really. they don't get it. Like they just don't understand what I guess they're, that version of funny. I don't call it like. like cognitive funny where you have to actually use your brain to think about it i call it slow burn funny where it's just yeah. like gotta be waiting yeah and, and norm his thing was his whole lingo his ability to slow down his cadence and just wait for the laughter you know you could just stare in the camera and just wait for you to just you know you, you know you're just like all right i'm gonna start laughing because it's just <laughs> you're just like ah what do, you, what do you think about, hey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But definitely go on YouTube. That's the only thing that this generation definitely has. Um, you're able to relive all that stuff. So, to Norm MacDonald. Uh, you will be missed. Definitely. So, moving on. Other things that we got going on this week. Um, started watching Only Murderers in the Building with Hi. Steve Martin and Martin Short Is and Selena Hulu? Gomez. It's on Hulu. Yeah. Um, pretty good so far. Are we two episodes in? About, I think, three or four. Oh, are you? Um, they're only half-hour episodes. Um, pretty, I don't, I don't call them funny, but interesting. Built off a podcast on these three people live in the same building. A death happens. In the building. In the building. They're all 
hooked on a murder podcast and they started forming their own. Their own yeah. to try to figure out how did this guy die? Was it a murder? Was it a suicide? Right. Leave it to your own devices. And just some of the shenanigans that they've gotten into already, it's been kind of, huh, you know what? I think that's exactly what would happen if we were trying to piece together a murder. <laughs> yeah, just beyond stupidity of what's happening. But nobody has like a job to go to, so they have a lot no, of free time. No, just like, and it's a really fancy building. Yeah. It's in New York. Is right? that the deal? Yeah, it's in New York. So I don't know. It's um, anything with Martin Short and Steve Martin is pretty good. You know, they've been together now for a while, like Long working on time. projects. It's pretty good and Absolutely. some of the other casts that i've seen in the show like uh nathan lane he popped in already um, sting sting is selena amazing. gomez is good i didn't know that that was her for a second i know again, i don't know music so i'm like oh who's that cute girl yeah i, I don't know she's like our age i yeah, I, I, I miss something i i'm trying to think like back to my recollect of music and i think i stopped following along maybe like oh seven that sounds about right. I hit about 21-ish, 20, 21, and that music that kind of sat my brain there, and that's when I kind of followed who was singing, and then after that, it just kind of fizzled out. You know, I'm okay when it comes to classic rock and oh, yeah. Yeah. stuff like that, but like today's generation music, I have no idea what's no. going on. I don't know if that's a singer. I don't know if that's an actual hashtag half the time that somebody is. No. Their names. It's just like, yeah. I am so ignorant. It's not even funny. Oh. And the only thing that keeps me like somewhat current, which I'm not at all, but somewhat, is school. And still, I am behind. Maybe it's just a level of caring. I Oh my god, I felt so bad. I inadvertently made fun of my boss at work. How'd you do that? I felt so bad for Mike. He was like explaining about how he was in a mosh pit for like Green Day, like this story that he was telling. And I, I looked at Mike and I was like, You went to a Green Day concert? And he goes, Yeah. What, you don't think I'm that cool or hip or something like that? It's like, no, you definitely would have struck me as an extra on, like, uh, the Andy Griffin show. And the look that he gave me was not impressive. Just mm. like, I'm oh, so sorry, Mike. I didn't know that you were that cool. You ever get a mosh pit? No. Did you? I got close to one. What, what show was that? Oh, God. I want to say Three Doors Down or something. Maybe Fuel. <laughs> Fuel opened up for Three Doors Down. And there was a, a, a an attempt at a mosh pit, but wasn't like Rob to, Zombie or anything. You've like gone that. to cool shows. I feel so lame. Most of my experiences have been at like county fairs and well, county fairs down here get pretty popular. Yeah, I but, know, but it's just like if I had the choice, literally, of like, hey, do I want to go see this concert or go see a movie? I always pick the movie versus a concert. Yeah, I yeah, this never went out of my way for. Costumes is a lot of work. Well, we saw we've some been some, cool yeah, ones. We've been some really cool ones. Does um, it count? Is Kiss still cool? Ozzy was cool. Yeah. Slash was cool. Yeah, all those guys are cool. They're not our generation. But yeah, I cool. get it. See, we're not hip. No, kids. we're not at all. Like, never got into, I don't even know what was playing during our time. I think it still goes back, and I'm not trying to trash my dad. I'm just like, you know what, Dad? I really want to go see this band. Well, can't you listen to them on the radio? <laughs> <It's done. Yeah. laughs> exactly. 
I don't know. I, I really enjoy classic rock, and I guess my my thing right now is to see those guys are getting so old that you might not see. Them I know you want to go see Aerosmith. I know that's exactly one like ZZ Top. Um, saw them for the fourth time and final time. They came to Manchester. Manchester. Glad I went to that. And that was by happenstance. That you got said tickets. that guy looked real rough. Yeah, Dusty Hill was. Yeah. He uh, he sat down most of the time on my amp, and then like. I didn't see it. My buddy did. They said took two guys, one on each side of them, walked them off stage. Oh, that's not good. No, and it was a smash and grab concert. I mean, I think they just did it for gas money. Like they showed up, they played for an hour, maybe fifty nine minutes, and then they were gone. No encore. Really no encore. No. Hey, Manchester, how you doing? You know, blow your top. And Nothing. we saw them in Moline, like. Oh yeah. More than four years ago, because that one wasn't born yet. They, they blew the place up. Yeah, that was I an awesome Saw them out Sturgis. They were amazing. Saw them um, at Burlington, Steamboat Days. They were amazing. And then this one, I just felt bad for people in Manchester. If you hadn't seen them before, like, this is it. This is kind of, but Dusty Hill was hurting. I think yeah. it was a quick concert in the out. That was it. No, but going back to, again, our generation of music, which, <laughs> you know, and then, like, I think, like, all right, so we had Eminem, we had Beyonce, we had, uh... Do you want to go into the boy band genres? Yeah, boy, no. That's Um, Justin Timberlake, and then, like, we had Taylor Swift start, um... Kind of when I clicked out, that's kind of one of the last country things I remember. It's like, oh, there's this like 17 year old girl and she's gonna sing in a waterfall. It's like, oh, that's Taylor Swift, and yeah. then it's like, Boop. and then my, my brain clicked off, and now she's like 30 and shaken or whatever. I it, it's sad, it's beyond sad. No, I was just like, it's literally stopped listening to music after I got to college, it's just like, boom, it was done. Yeah, I don't know why the interest in that just is very. It's weird, though. I don't know. Uh, well, we, I think we focused all of our energies on the most important things, and that is watching television. Yeah, movies. exactly. We <laughs> yeah, just like, found like, yeah, this music doesn't uh, speak to me or make me feel anything. So, anyways. But yeah, uh, going back, Owen Murders in the Building. Favorite Steve Martin movie? Go. Top of your head. Well, mine is kind of a sadder one. It's not a happier movie, but I like Parenthood. Yeah, her is good. I was going to say, I, that's kind of a funny one. Um, I like that one. I always liked Roxanne. He wrote and directed that one. That okay. was good. Um, we just going through all the jerk. About, like, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I was born, I was raised a poor black child. There's C. Martin, the whitest white person you could possibly find, like one you stage see, from Albino. We recorded that shit when I was a kid, like off of like a Friday, Saturday night right. thing. So I didn't realize it had so many swear words in it right. as a kid. Like the dog's <laughs> name, I did not realize what its real name was for the longest time. Uh, probably favorite C. Martin movie would be Boat Figure with uh, Eddie Murphy movie. and uh, Heather Graham. That is a great movie. That is definitely one of the best movies, Steve Martin. How about uh, Martin Short? I'm not up to my Martin Short. I remember him playing like this annoying little boy that wanted to go to like this dinosaur. Is that it? Clifford, yeah. Yeah. I remember that as a kid. That one was a classic one. Um, Inner Space. That was a good one. Right? With Dennis Quaid. That was a great one. And then there was the one with Danny Glover. 
and like him and Danny Glover are in the jungle and like what? Yeah, it's some weird one where like every terrible thing that can happen happens to Martin Short, like just walking bad luck. You see, my thing with Martin Short, I remember him off of an episode of Special Victims Unit where he played like the worst rapist bad guy ever. Who Was it like, Advanced Syphilis? No, not Advanced Syphilis <laughs> episode, which had the guy from the Waltons in it, which was yeah, still my favorite thing ever um, to this day. But no, he... <laughs> was pretending to be a psychic he could like read emotions uh-huh. and facial expressions so he was playing off like this psychic guy and it was great you see him just being a piece of shit bad guy and it's just like oh they, he's not funny at all yeah that is the worst when they they flip that switch and they go from like robin williams but he could do it yeah he could i mean his acting chops are up there but like whenever robin williams would play a bad like one Character. hour photo that was yeah. really fucking disturbing. Um, what's the one with Al Pacino and him? Um, it's where you can't sleep. What's Insomnia. Insomnia. Oh, that one was another one. That's a hard one. So but then like, he'll do like heavy drama oh, as yeah. well. It's yeah. just. And that, I mean, that's yeah, the comedic ability and the acting ability all the way across. But how do you go from? Uh, <laughs> it's really the... hard to go from Clifford yeah. to SVU episode right. where he plays a rapist. It's really hard, but he could do but it. Since we opened the box here, you oh, gotta let our two listeners know about the advanced syphilis. Okay. If you can find it. It's like season one of Law and Order Special Victims Unit. So you gotta go through like AKA 40 years cops. worth dun, of dun. sex cops here right. in order to go to that first season. But you find John Boy, the guy who was John Boy from the Waltons. I also believe he was on the made-for-TV movie It. Um, was he in that? Yeah, he played, um, remember, he had the circle glasses. Um, did he play the main character? Was he Bill? I, I think he was Bill, yeah. Oh, bullshit. No, I'm dead serious. Bill, the same guy. Um, okay, I'm, I'll look it up later, yeah. of course. You know, it's yeah. like... I'll bet the farm on that one. Okay. But, so, no, so this guy... John Boy. John Boy. <laughs> Plays a priest? No, 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 no. He's not a priest. He lives in the church because he's homeless and he's uh, kind of crazy. Right, yeah, yeah, soup's crazy. So here rolls in, is it John Wu? Is that the yeah, it's the like psychiatrist's name? Dr. Real, Wu. Dr. Wu. I don't know if that's his real name or his stage name for the character. But his but name is Dr. Wu. It's the most the ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous episode because... Like, they bring up the idea of maybe he has mental problems. And they do an MRI on his head, and they see it's basically Swiss cheese. Yeah, just giant holes missing. And (laughs) Dr. (laughs) Wu turns around, like, gets right in the camera and goes, it's advanced syphilis. (laughs) But his expression on his face is like, yeah, I called that shit. I freaking told you it was advanced syphilis. Nobody believed me, and I was right. And from that day on, like, anytime sex sex cops or anytime anything with long I'm order. sitting in a doctor's office <laughs> by myself, speculating why there's people there, it's like, well, this person has advanced syphilis. Well, yeah, anybody who's acting crazy is just like, well, was it advanced syphilis? syphilis? <laughs> just please go our two listeners and find that episode awesome. and then watch his reaction. Awesome. It's, it's definitely, just, it is definitely season one. 
It's out of place. It doesn't it's belong. So weird. It's, it's just, just like, yeah, uh, John Boy's like killing all these people because God's telling them to. Yeah, and that that's legit like his that's, excuse. That's it. And then there's Dr. Wu being like, Infinite syphilis. Yeah. Anyways, you once you so watch it, I think you'll, you'll figure that. We're out. not gonna have time to talk about all the other stuff that we cracked on or watched lately. Let's go with the list quick. Okay, the only movie that I got to watch this week because we had sick kids again this week, again, is I watched *Malignant* with Joe on HBO Plus. And I love horror movies. I love it with passion. And it's the same director who did like The Conjuring and Insidious and all that stuff. Uh, this one was just gory as all fuck. Man. And I know you love horror movies mm. as much as I do. No, really. Yeah. This one was just too gory for me, man. So, like your twin brothers growing up in the back of your head or something? Spoiler alert, but yeah. yeah. Nobody, nobody cares. Go watch it. Same way you do. What else did you watch? I got I started uh, Manifest off of Netflix. Mm-hmm. So you know the series where planes been missing for five years. All of a sudden, it shows up out of the blue. They're think the people that are on this plane are thinking that it's current day, but the plane's been missing. So now they're all adjusting their lives. Everybody's five years older. They're not. Wah, wah. Oh yeah, wah wah. But um, what's what's going on? Let's talk about Venture List until we keep getting on it. Let's uh, talk about Volcano. Oh my god. So, I don't know why you're watching natural disaster movies lately. I think you're just trying to find a cheap, easy way to keep your middle school kids entertained. And it's just like, it kind of has science in it. Oh, absolutely. Volcanoes do. It has a volcano in it. It also has Tommy Lee Jones, who is pretty badass. You know, that was like his prime during that time. What year did Volcano? I don't know, that was like two, that was like 90, 99, This was right after like U.S. Marshals. And yeah, so Fugitive, U.S. Marshals. This. Yeah, this kind of like, hey, I'm, I'm old Tom Lee Jones and I'm going to save the day. Best yelling voice ever. Yeah. This is uh, guy that gets your attention to pay yeah. attention to anything. Like, if you got a crisis, you want Tom Lee Jones there. Yes, you, you do. you got to figure that out. Yes. You know, and he's not afraid to be vulnerable at the same time. He's just going to gonna work it out it's gonna be just fine so andrew decides that it's a good idea for our four-year-old child to watch this four and a half pushing five but it's right at the scene where the subway thing happens and the guy is trying to save somebody yeah it's drew carey's brother the crossdresser yes i forgot about (laughs) that that's that's what i saw him from i was trying to remember he's done a lot of other movies a lot of good stuff but yeah he'll always be a crossdresser Oh my god, no, but yep, so watching him like melt like Margaret Hamilton style is just like ah! and I don't understand this. There's gotta be some some reason to probably find it on Google in about two point two seconds, but why is the Drew Carey show not in not like syndicated? Same, yeah. Why why can't we watch it like friends twelve thousand times a year? Oh, I don't know. Maybe Drew Carey has something with that. Maybe he's not willing to push those rights. Yeah, I would rewatch every one of those. They were amazing. I remember watching those. Like, it was Drew Carey's show, SNL, um, Home Improvement, the whole TGIF lineup, all those shows. Okay, now here's a question as we're kind of talking about this. Home Improvement, would you do that show today versus the 90s? With cancel culture and woke? Yep. 
Maybe. Probably not. There's stuff you can't do that was on three years ago. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. But you know what? We'll never be canceled. Hmm. Advanced syphilis. Advanced syphilis. That will never be canceled ever to this yeah. day. So if you see somebody acting different, just think they probably have advanced syphilis. Not COVID, not RSV, not the flu. They probably more than likely have advanced syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> I also watched um, News of the World with Tom Hanks. So if we talked about that or not. Yeah, I thought we talked about that. I don't think that we did. I do not remember. Tom Hanks doesn't do a bit. It was good. It was you know, said in the late 1860s, early 1870s, after the Civil War. So, and if you get a fight with somebody, you just shoot them. So has he hit every genre now, like uh, sci-fi, horror, action, thriller, western? Mobster. Mobster. Tradition. Has That's, he done a musical yet? Yeah. Is that like the last on his checklist of like shit to get done? Musical? Well, he's done like the thing you do. All right. Anyways, well, it's a good question for our listeners. Tell us if Tom Hanks has done it all. Make sure you email us uh, at moviesandbso2 at gmail.com. I think this is a good time to also answer the emails that we have in our box. Yeah, let's see what we got. None. Yeah, none. Not even Je- Jeff quiz. Yeah, damn it, Jeff. I know we're all busy, folks, but come on, drop us an email. See what you think. Jeff, Laura, put your asses in here and help us out, man. Yeah. So, uh, this is our edition. Uh, Tribute to Norm MacDonald and Advanced Syphilis. So you guys have a great one. We'll see you next Saturday. Have a good night.